Chapter 25 of The Boy Scouts on Sturgeon Island. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Boy Scouts on Sturgeon Island by Herbert Carter. Chapter 25 Not So Green as He Looked. The only reason that Bumpus did not call out help was because the rough gag, consisting of a cloth tied about the lower part of his face, prevented him from saying a single word. It was a sight that staggered the other scouts, although at the same time they felt considerable satisfaction at finding their lost churn so speedily, and thus learning that he had not come to very serious harm. There was an immediate rush made inside the shack, each seeming desirous of being the first to render Bumpus assistance. All but the scoutmaster entered in this promiscuous way, and Thad was too wise a bird to be caught with chaff. What if this should be some sort of trap, into which the rest of the boys were rushing headlong? He did not stop to consider how they might be caught, but made up his mind that it was policy on his part to stand guard there at the door. There were more than enough hands to free the prisoner, and he would not be missed in that way. So Thad, handling his ready gun suggestively, and keeping a keen lookout for signs of trouble, stood there, waiting for the rest to come out. Amidst more or less confusion, Bumpus was unbound, after that gag had been removed from his mouth. The first thing he did was to breathe heavily, as though during his confinement he had not been able to get his wind as freely as he liked. Then, when he could get on his feet with the help of Hen and Giraffe, he stamped on the cloth that had done duty as preventative of speech. Oh, what haven't I suffered, having that measly old thing under my nose for ages, and this smell of fish everywhere around me, he exclaimed, as though fairly bursting with indignation. How long have I been shut up here, anyway, fellows? Seems like days and weeks must have passed since they took me. I kinder lost my senses, I reckon after that chap dropped on top of me, like the mountain was a-coming down. Please tell me what day of the week this is. At this the others looked puzzled. Why, you sure must be locoed, Bumpus, to get so twisted as that, declared Giraffe. I should say he was, echoed Davy. Why, this is the same morning after the storm, don't you know, Bumpus? Really and truly it is, Step Hen went on to assert, with a ring of pity in his voice. And say, did you think it was tomorrow, or the next day, and we'd just forgotten we had a chum who was missing? Well, if this don't take the cake, I never heard the beat of it. Fetch him outside so I can ask a few questions, called Thad just then. Yes, for goodness sake, get me where I can have a whiff of clean air. I'm nearly dead with this fishy smell. I always did hate to handle fish after they got over their jumping stage. And this is awful, Bumpus wailed. It certain is, muttered Giraffe, holding his fingers up to his nose. So they all bustled out of the door, where they found the scoutmaster on duty, and all at once it struck the other fellows how smart Thad had been in holding back at the time the rush was made to free Bumpus. Oh, this is a thousand percent better, the late prisoner declared, with genuine thanksgiving in his tones, as he fairly reveled in the clear air that had been purified by the recent blow. I heard you asking what day this was, and from that we understand that you must have lost your senses for a while, and got mixed up, Thad remarked. 
that's what happened thad replied the other promptly enough well it's not only the same morning after the storm continued the other but just about an hour after you went off to hunt for your belt i see you found the same and that they made good use of it to fasten your arms behind your back bumpus looked astonished as though what he heard was hard to believe for he shook his head slowly and observed tell me about that will you well sir that was the longest hour that ever happened to me in all my life hold on corrected giraffe you're forgetting that time you tripped in the dark and fell over a precipice a thousand feet deep and hung there from the top yelling for help we came galloping to the spot and rescued you about as limp as a dish rag and you told us how you'd suffered such agonies that you lived ten years and wanted to know if your hair had turned white but when we held the light over the top of that awful precipice and showed you that the ground was just about six inches below your toes as you dangled there why you made out that it was all a good joke and that anyhow you'd given the rest of us a bad scare bumpus grinned as though the recollection rather amused him now but this time it was different giraffe because they wanted me to tell and i just wouldn't then the big man who was leader gave me a knock on the head he was so mad at me and i keeled over a second time that's when i thought days had passed when i heard you fellows talking outside and after that an earthquake came knocking down the door my but i was glad to see the bunch come piling in you can take it from me never will i forget it i give you my word boys but see here bumpus said thad what do you mean when you say you refuse to tell of course all of us know how stubborn you can be when you take a notion but what could these men want to get out of you that you'd refuse to let go not any information about us i should think well hardly replied the other you see they had me tied up and that horrible fishy rag fastened around my mouth so i couldn't talk but the fellow that could speak united states better than either of the others told me to nod my head if i promised to show him where i'd hit it but every time i shook it this way and he proceeded to give an emphatic demonstration of what a negative shake might be but what had you hid away that they wanted so badly persisted thad bumpus grinned and raised one of his eyebrows in a comical manner oh that was a little trick of mine he remarked composedly perhaps the rest of you will give me credit for being a mite smart when i tell you but in order to make you understand just wait till i go back to the time i left camp to look for this belt that's the best way i should think agreed giraffe who knew from experience how hard it sometimes proved to drag the details of a story from bumpus oh i ain't meaning to string it out everlastingly declared the other i'm going to be right to the point see if i don't well after i picked up my belt i just happened to remember what thad had told us about that concealed boat belonging to the queer chaps who were hiding on this island and before i knew hardly what i was doing i found myself aboard the same nosing around all at once it struck me what a bad job for us it'd be if they took a notion to skip out after the wind and waves went down and left us here by our lonely so i made up a cute little plan calculated to block that game right in the start what did i do just unfastened the crank they used to start the engine a-going and hid the same under my coat i was meaning to fetch it to our camp so we could make terms with the men when i thought i saw somebody slip around a tree and on the impulse of the moment as they say in the books i just let that handle drop into the hollow of a stump i happened to be passing 
good for you bumpus exclaimed giraffe patting the other on the shoulder well it wasn't so very good for me in one way the fat scout remarked with one hand tenderly caressing a bump he seemed to have on his head because that same little trick got a fellow of my size in heaps of trouble right away but you know how i hate to give a thing up boys and once i'd done this job i was bent on holding out to the bitter end well to make a long story short the next thing i knew i didn't know anything because that big clodhopper came down from a tree right on top of me and one of his shoes must have struck me on the head right here for it hurts like the mischief when i came to my senses i was fixed up like you saw and inside of this old fish house honest boys first thing before i got a good look around i thought i had died and was a mouldering in my grave the three men were hanging over me a jabbering like so many monkeys or pole parrots then the big fellow with the black beard began to throw all sorts of questions at me which i managed to understand seems like they had gone to the boat after leaving me here perhaps meaning to take chances out on the lake waves or no waves because they thought if they stayed any longer they were going to be gobbled by the soldiers sure pop and then they missed that old crank course they knowed i'd been pottering around their boat and they wanted to find out what i did with the handle because it happens you can't start that engine like some i've seen in an emergency without the crank we had it pretty warm back and forth for a session him firing questions at me sometimes in french and again in mixed english and me a shaking my head right and left to tell him i wouldn't give up the information not if he kept going for a coon's age and sudden like he got so fiery mad he just slapped me over the head and i admit i lost all interest in things on this same earth till i came to and heard voices outside that seemed familiar like you know the rest boys now let's get away from this place in a hurry i'll taste rank fish for a month of sundays sure i will Ugh. wait don't be in such a hurry bumpus said thad first of all i want to say that you've done a smart thing even if it was reckless because with that boat in our hands we can really leave sturgeon island any time we want once the lake quiets down some and on the way back to camp we'll just pick up that crank after which all we have to do is make sure these three frightened men don't jump in on us and take us by surprise but while we're here we ought to see what they've got that makes them want to avoid the officers who patrol the lakes looking for smugglers game fish poachers and the like give me the gun then thad said alan promptly as he saw the other glance toward him and i'll stay out here on guard while some of the rest investigate thanks that pleases me replied the scoutmaster relinquishing the weapon that had proved to be worth its weight in silver to them in that it cowed the trio of lawless men who had their headquarters on sturgeon island End of chapter twenty five